Hello and welcome to We Are Hit by a Horse Truck and Got Easy Guide into Equestria. I am Ponyville's beloved Princess Graceful Spark. With me as always is my darling cohort, Spilled Beans. How are you doing today, Beans? I'm feeling very partied out, but yeah. let's, uh, let's see how we can get through this. Yeah, no, I can see that. Uh, I'm sure our audience has noticed our erratic upload schedule. We've been busy, and well, apparently my desk was at the wrong height and I injured my horse wrists. What are you going to do? Yeah, um... I know there were some people that, that at least saw some some faves on that post for for the Twitter. So we we have some folks out there at least given given some concern. Thank you for liking my pain, you <laughs> monsters. I see how it is. I mean, like back when I was on able to get on on those sites more actively, like it was it was a thing for me to be like, I am going to put a like on this purely because like. I feel like sometimes people need to see posts like that are being read and, like, acknowledged by folks. No, no, I I get it, yeah. I get it. It's, you know, yeah, I see you, I don't necessarily like your suffering, but, yeah. you know, I don't have anything to say, but I'm there for you. I get yeah. that. I don't have words, but I want you to know I acknowledge that you're in pain and I do not, like, I'm, I, I, I am feeling bad for you, but I do not have words. Your pain is my favorite! <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's... Yeah, it could come off that way. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but uh, I know. Yeah. But anyways, today we are talking about Season 1, Episode 25, Party of One. Directed by, same people as always, written by Megan McCarthy. Original air date, April 29th, 2011. Ah, uh, alright. Which, uh, that air date's gonna be important later on. Don't you worry. Yeah, put a pin in that one, friends. We'll, we'll come back to it. Mm-hmm. But for now... We open on Pinkie Pie delivering a singing telegram to all of her six friends. Yeah. I say all of her friends, like, she's friends with every pony, but, you know, the main characters, the rest of the main six. Yeah, like, the concept of, like, Twilight just answering her door, like, kind of early in the morning to just, to just Pinkie Pie going, like, full tilt singing directly in her face is, like, maybe because I, I know about the topic we'll talk about later in this episode, but it definitely felt like horror movie material. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. the 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 murderous clowns bullshit is very much the vibes that I'm getting from Pinkie Pie in this montage. Yeah, like, I don't want to have to deal with Pinkie Pie this early in the morning. Don't get me wrong, she's great and probably listening. Mm -hmm. But, you know, sometimes it's not the... You know, a lot of people don't like, quote, morning people. Yeah. Yeah, when you're all groggy and bleh, the last thing you want is someone being really chipper at you and expecting you to be awake. Yeah, that's, that's definitely the worst. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But, uh, so we, we get a montage of every verse of Pinkie Pie's song is, uh, you know, sung to a different one of her friends. So, and with each one, she is singing about how it's Gummy's birthday, the singing telegram. Uh, you're invited, and she's getting more and more worn out with each one, implying that she, you know, is doing this one after the other, which... Yeah. She has a costume oh change for each of them, too. All six mm -hmm. of them get completely different outfits. Mm -hmm. Including one where she has to get a hot air balloon to go sing to Rainbow Dash. Yeah. You'd think she would have got her breath back for that one. Mm -hmm. maybe she, maybe... 
High altitude. Maybe she's just having some oxygen issues. Yeah, they made her inflate the hot air balloon. Ah, yeah, that tracks. Uh, inflates your balloon big and round. Uh, a horse air balloon. A horse mare balloon, if you will. Ah, uh, indeed. Uh, I realize that's not getting us away from the inflation thing, but... A hot mare balloon? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, like a pool toy? Yeah. Yeah, that tracks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, go, uh, especially if you're on a beach day, the vinyl gets all nice and warm. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, I see where we're coming with this one, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Happy ending. Shout out to all you inflatable horses out there. Yeah. You keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, it's... I mean, it's it's summer-ish time right now here in Equestria. Like, I'm assuming it is in... Hmm, wait, no, shit. It being summer in Earthworld doesn't really help, does it? Just look, get, get out on the beach. You're you're good. Yeah, have fun on your beach day, beloved inflatable horse, wherever you yeah. are. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe consider still taking your COVID mask with, just, just in case. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shit, did I just really break the fourth yeah. wall there? Oh, fuck. Ah, oh, shit. Uh. I don't know, but... Okay, but the image of, like, a pool toy with, like, that big painted-on smile, but, like, <laughs> also with a mask painted on over it. Yeah, that is extremely That's good. That's pretty good. Uh, good luck editing that bit. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, uh, all right. She finishes her, her singing telegrams for all her friends and gets back to her her uh her house and it's very weird because it feels like she has a front door entrance but is also the upstairs like living arrangement for the cakes's shop right mm-hmm yeah yeah she it's made clear later in the episode that she lives like directly above the cash register for the shop yeah but like there there is at least one room that she's in that has a like ground floor entrance that seems to be her space and not shop space mm. either way uh the the only major thing i wanted to bring up with that is that this horse is now horse yeah and i'm amazed they didn't make the joke in the show yeah like you think at some point we get like oh i'm shouting till i'm horse but you're already a horse right like maybe it was a joke that was originally written in and it, and it just got like the got hit the cutting room floor or something i don't mm. know they have a few years to pull it off, so who knows? I'm sure it'll come back. Yeah, yeah. Oh, or would you say you're a little horse? Ah, uh, you might say that we are little ponies. Mm-hmm. They definitely have the word horse. We've heard that before. Mm-hmm. I forget the exact scenario. I think it was someone talking about looking at a gift horse in the mouth or something. Oh, but... that has worrying complications with pony existence. Yeah, maybe it wasn't that, but it was... I think Twilight used some expression with the way to horse in it. If I recall. Yeah. But... I mean, she did also say OMG <laughs> last time, so... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what does the G stand for, Twilight? Oh my Grelestia. <laughs> I think she was talking about me. Oh my Grace, yeah. full scarred. Right? A- anyways. So, we're at this horse party. Well, it's a party for Gummy, who's an alligator. Yes. But it's attended by horses. Yes, we, we do get to see more. This episode has a lot of Gummy, and I love Gummy. He's wonderful. Mm-hmm. He's also apparently one year old, so good on him. So everyone's at the party. Everyone's having fun. We see Rainbow Dash and Applejack getting competitive before bobbing for apples. And Pinkie Pie's like, oh, there's surprises in there, in which are like an apple attached to the bottom but- of the barrel with a spring yeah it was a and also gummy yeah it was aggressive and yeah rainbow dash gets 
Yeah, Applejack gets an apple that is attached to the bottom, and, and Rainbow Dash gets a gummy just completely latched onto her face. Mm-hmm. I will say, though, uh, Rainbow Dash and Applejack look really fucking cute with wet manes. Like, it's, it's a good mm-hmm. look for both of them. Yeah, there's a reason the wet mane pony look was, like, a huge meme for a while. It really takes off when Rarity gets her wet mane in a season or two. There's a whole look that goes with it, but oh. generally the ponies look good with their hair down. Oh, interesting. Uh, also, one of the things that just kind of bothered me was um, we do get a lingering shot of the punch bowl, which has uh, purple fluid in it, but also lemon slices. Yeah, that punch bowl it has, like, purple fluid in it. So I have to assume it's, like, grape punch or something, right? Mm-hmm. But it has lemon slices floating in it. Is it like a grapey lemon? Well, a lemony grape? I don't... I don't think I do. That does not... That does not sound like a good combination of taste to me. Uh, maybe I'm alone in that, but... No, I get that. It seems weird. I don't know. Maybe that maybe that there was like decoration. No, that seems weird too. Why would you decorate punch? Right? It's Pinkie Pie. I I don't know. I ask these questions, but I realize at the end of the day, it's Pinkie Pie. So <sighs> yeah. maybe there's a method to her. I don't want to say madness because that's gonna be a loaded word with what we talk about later. But mm. well, we do know that this is Gummy's favorite, and so maybe alligators have a different sense of taste than we do. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's probably what this is. Either way, it seems <laughs> seems weird that this is what the all the ponies are drinking as well. Because mm-hmm. uh, well, after this we get a rarity drinking some punch. She really likes it, and then we find out that uh oh, it's Gummy's favorite. We cut to Gummy bathing in the punch. Yeah, to which rarity spit takes directly into Pinkie Pie's face, and then is like guilted by Pinkie Pie into drinking more. But she doesn't swallow and just fucking, like, spits it out into a potted plant afterwards. Like, oh boy. Yeah, as soon as Pinky isn't looking. Yeah. Uh, listeners, because this is an important part for this episode, I want you to, to take a moment and, and consider if the exchange we just explained sounds like a thing two good friends would do. Thank you, Pem. I don't think the bird thinks these are things friends would do. Yeah, I mean, it seems fucked up to, like, Spit take it to your friend's face, but I get that this is a cartoon. Yeah. But also It seems fucked up to be like, yeah, my pet alligator is in the punch bowl. And like that's why you spit take is because like you're you're drinking alligator swimming pool punch and then like feeling guilted into having to drink the alligator swimming pool punch you just spat out because like gummy and Pinkie Pie are looking at you. Like Neither of these ponies are being very good friends to each other here, guys. Yeah, I'm, Pinkie Pie has a that sort of pet odor blind spot you get where, like, I don't know, someone's dog is humping your leg and they're like, oh, it's fine. Yeah. It's not fine. I mean, I get that way a bit around Pemka's poop every now and then, but that's mostly because it's, it's super easy to clean up. But also, I know there are some people who are just uncomfortable about it, and I get that. That's fine. I'm sorry about birds. Yeah, you get used to it. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, they also have a really weird dance thing with like Pinkie Pie just kind of dancing in the middle and Twilight and Fluttershy just kind of like poking out from inside of the space she takes up on in camera. And it just it looks like it's supposed to be choreographed with like some of the musical numbers we've had, but it's not. It's just them having a conversation while dancing to like 
like ju- just some like backing music. Yeah, generic horse music. Yeah, like I, I <sighs> watching ponies dance when it is not for the reason of a like song, like a, a big a big song and dance number. Actually, feels really weird. I can't put my hoof on why, but it's really, really disorienting. I don't know. I didn't. I mean, it, I didn't mind that so much as I thought it was weird that like Pinky gets so into dance that she like knocks her friends out of the picture. Yeah, I wasn't gonna bother bringing up that point, but again, Pinkie Pie hips bumps both her friends on the dance floor so hard they both go like flying into the walls hard enough to like break the drywall on the walls just just put these facts aside for later yeah and i i will say i do remember this this one shot of like gummy wearing the party hat is like i guess enjoying himself on the dance floor that was a gif that went around a lot usually like someone would write like party hard over it yeah yeah the the like six ponies dancing in a circle around gummy just sort of vibing is extremely good yeah there's your Princess Grace's fandom corner. One of them uh, for this episode. Oh, I thought they were, uh, uh, what were they? Isekai memes for pony teens or whatever? Oh, oh yeah. Pony memes for isekai teens and adults. There we go. Yeah. Okay. Good, good memory there. Uh, I mean, I had it backwards, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's the lovely exchange of once the party's done, right? Now we can go to the... Reboting exchange. Yeah. yeah, so the party is done. Uh, every pony's leaving. Pinkie Pie's like, hey, Twilight, you want to come back? We still have some cake. And I was like, no, I think I'm good. I'm I'm going home. I'm bushed. Yeah, but she does say we should do this again soon because, like, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And then Pinkie Pie says, yeah, we should. And, like, okay, cool. Like, everyone's like, yeah, all right. Like, we're going to go home now because this has been a party that's gone late and we got slammed into walls and, and drank alligator punch. So, you know, we need, we have some moral questions to answer about ourselves. I'm willing to believe they did genuinely enjoy the party. Yeah. But every party must end. You run out of juice eventually. Exactly. And then it's the next morning. <laughs> and... Twilight gets woken up by a knock at her door again. Yep. And uh, this time, Pinkie Pie's handing out written invitations, as she said when she was kind of walking up into into her room when she got home. Yeah. There is the very good, like, run of that, of like, we should do this again, we should do this again soon. And yeah, we should. And then Pink- the thing Pinkie Pie says when the door opens is, okay, it's soon. Yeah. It's soon now. So we're having another party. And Twilight has no idea what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Uh, it's Gummy's after birthday. And uh, she's like, oh, it's this afternoon, 3 p.m. And Twilight says, this afternoon? This afternoon? This afternoon? Which is a, it's very good. Yeah, which, um, well, the running gag here is that every time, and Twilight says, oh, she can't make it. She has to hit the books. Uh, and she, like, stacks up a bunch of books behind her. And Pinkie Pie's like, oh, okay, your studies come first. By the way, you shouldn't hit the books. That's not nice. You should read them. Yeah. And uh, and I believe we cut to Pinkie Pie talking to Applejack. And Applejack saying, this afternoon? This afternoon, this afternoon. A- every pony Pinkie Pie asks about this party says that exact thing. It's very good. It's an extremely yeah. good running gag. Yeah. Also, I just want to say, though, like, we know where this episode goes. But mm-hmm. I don't care who the fuck you are. If you come to me 
with like, hey, we have an in-person party that is planned like eight hours from now. My answer is, I'm not showing up. You're not getting me there. I need like 48 hours notice on that kind of shit. Or my answer is no. I'm a fucking extreme introvert for shit like that. I need to prepare emotionally for social gatherings like that. Yeah, like, I can't guarantee, even if I want to go to the thing, like, that's short notice. Like, yeah. anytime, I might have to move shit around. Like, I have a social schedule. Yeah, like, I might have other shit that I need to do. But just, on top of that, like, I like to know beforehand, so I can just, like, be like, alright, cool, this is a thing happening, like, later in a way that's approachable for my brain to be like hey tomorrow you've got that thing so i can go to bed and be like right tomorrow i've got the thing so when i wake up in the morning I'm like right today i've got the thing i gotta go do so that like i don't feel like i'm unprepared and and stressed about going yeah like i have to like work it into my routine like you know what's coming like make sure i plan around it and i'm not standing anyone up yeah like even if we're not doing anything at that time, though, like, to just be nice to your introverted friends and, like, don't spring stuff on them last minute. It's, it's fucking stress-inducing for us folks. And, like, the, yeah, the through line here is that Pinkie Pie is, like, lonely and she wants to spend more time with her friends, I guess. And a party's, like, the best way she knows how to do that. But, uh, Pinkie Pie, you have to understand that, like, it's been less than 24 hours since your last party. Yeah. Like, even if your friends weren't plotting something nefarious, they're exhausted. Yeah. Yeah, those, those parties seem to be ragers. You need a... You need a break point afterwards. This isn't fucking Burning mm. Man, Pinkie Pie. Burning Horse. Yeah. Burning Horse. Burning Mare. There it is. Burning Mare. Fuck, what the fuck is Burning Man? Why is, why is that a thing in my brain? Oh, uh, it's a festival that, you know people go to okay i i almost wonder if like i have like this weird maybe fake memory of them going to burning mare at some point in the future or like there's that's a joke about like oh yeah i learned this at burning mare oh that's very good i i hope that's a real thing that that sounds great i really want to see fucking twilight just getting just getting fucking stoned with some with some raver ponies at at, at burning mare yeah i i tried searching burning mare on the friendship is magic wiki i got nothing so who knows uh, this may be a joke and or and or false memory you have created of an even better version yeah. of this show that may not exist mm-hmm. like all the episodes mm-hmm. we've been editing along the way yeah we're doing our best yeah though the 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 first trending search that it re- suggests is flash shimmer which has no results but i suspect it's people trying to ship Flash Sentry and Sunset Shimmer, which, come on, fucking, and I'll get into this later once, like, everyone else has more context for this, but everyone who searches, who searches this fucking sucks. Anyways, uh, good to know. Uh, look, the, the long and short of it is, um, people really want to ship you know, this one character, they really want to ship Sunset Shimmer with someone, but they're homophobic. And they want to ship her with a dude, and there's like one guy character to put her with. Oh, <sighs> yeah, that sounds about right. Yep. Right. Um. But yeah. But anyway. Anyways, yeah. Pinkie Pie is talking to Applejack, and uh, 
She's like, oh, who's ready to shake their hoove thing? Yeah, Pinkie Pie's got a lot of, like, 90s kids trying to be cool at the, like, high school dance party or whatever energy going on. Mm. It's it's not a great vibe for her. Yeah, like, she's doing her best. Seem with it. But, like... I don't know, maybe... The- Maybe that's not a cool thing to say in an equestrian. I don't fucking. Know. I've I've not heard any other pony say it. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. Yeah, but yeah. Um, so Applejack's excuse is that she needs to pick apples, even though she's like hauling three carts of like stacked high of apples. It's a lot of apples. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's probably not all the apples she has to pick. Okay, but like, Twilight's excuse was reasonable. Applejack's excuse, bit of a stretch. What, that she has to do her that she has to be doing her job at 3 p.m.? More that like she needs to go pick apples while she is currently hauling the largest pile of apples we've ever seen her haul around. And it's not apple bucking season. How do you know that? Like it's Because she'd be like turning into a zombie again because Applejack is bad at asking for help. So she's just going to repeat the last episode we saw of her turning into a fucking apple-bucking zombie. I mean, she learned her lesson. I mean, the the real reason we know she doesn't have to be doing this is because Applejack, being the element of honesty, is a terrible liar, and she's visibly, like, nervous about trying to pass this off. Yeah. Which is very cute on her. Pinkie Pie does give Applejack, like, the biggest stink eye of the whole group. When going through all the excuses. I guess spoilers, folks, for a podcast about a show that you either watched already or won't watch. They all give excuses. And, uh, but eventually Pinkie Pie accepts the excuse and goes, Okie dokie loki, which uh, was a phrase you did hear a lot in the fandom. They'd usually like, you know, okie dokie, yeah. you know, I... god of chaos, etc, etc. Knew someone IRL back then that, like, did do the okie dokie loki thing. Like, just actually said the whole thing out every now and then? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a... I guess it's it a rhymes, bit much. but... Eh, not really for me. It's a bit of a mouthful, and I prefer mouthfuls of other things instead. I agree, Jer. You look very cute with a mouthful. Thank you! Well, that means a lot. Aw. Happy to help, dear. Yeah. But... Um... Next up is is Rarity, yeah? Yeah, because we see uh, Spike taking out Rarity's trash. He's not, she's not going to fuck you, bro. Uh, yeah. Because, yeah, like, Spike is taking out Rarity's trash, and then he's all love-struck and such, and Rarity's like, and he's like, oh, well, what can I do next? And Rarity's like, well, you could take a bath. You smell awful. And Spike is just, like, the hardest he's ever been. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Talk dirty to me, mommy. And by that, I mean talk about how I'm literally got garbage reek coming off of me. Yeah. She's like, oh, you smell like a rotten banana peels and dragon sweat. He's like, oh, he starts floating out of how fucking in love he is. Yeah. To Rarity's credit, she does just kind of bump him like he's a balloon and he just sort of floats away, which is very good. Mm hmm. That's. Yeah, Pinkie Pie shows up with her letters. Yeah. And then. Yeah. And Rarity's like, oh, yo, nice hat, very you. Which is simultaneously an amazing compliment and insult. 
Yeah. Oh, that hat suits you great. Yeah. Oh, that's an interesting way to word that, Rarity. <laughs> uh, and then, and then, oh, she, Rarity's excuse is she has to wash her hair, which seems weird given that, like, it would be very easy for her to say, like, I have to go do dress work. I'm fucking crunching again, as I do it from time to time. Like, every fucking episode. Yeah. Yeah, she's always having these bi- Oh! A big fancy fashion horse needs 20 outfits by tonight. Uh, I'll stop by if I can, darling. Right? That would have been good. Instead of Rarity saying she has to wash her hair, Pinkie Pie saying your hair doesn't look dirty, which is a weird thing to say. And then... I mean, to be fair, when she says she has to wash her hair, her hair does, like, do the, the, like, Mr. Clean commercial sparkle that they put on, like, countertops and shit. (laughs) Yeah. And then... But then Rarity goes and puts her head in the garbage to make it dirty. Yeah. Which, I don't know, seemed like it would, um... I I don't know, it seemed like admitting it was an excuse the first time, right? Yeah. Instead of, like... the doubling down side, like, and it doesn't stay this clean on its own. I have to clean it. Yeah. Like, oh boy. Twilight's like, excuse. Believable. Applejack's excuse. Suspect by context, but believable. Rarity's excuse. Bad. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, uh, uh. She did not expect to have to lie. Mm-hmm. And now here she is. Interestingly, the aspect of harmony is better at, uh, sorry, the aspect of honesty is better at lying than Rarity is. Yeah, well, Rarity's at least better at, like, keeping a straight face, whereas Applejack is, uh, we see this a couple times this episode where she's, like, visibly nervous when she lies. She's not very good at this. Yeah. But, like, I don't know, there is a certain power to be people being like, oh, you're the aspect of honesty. You can't possibly be lying. And just, yeah. like, believing her even though she's sweating, because, like, she's the aspect of honesty, she can't be lying. Mm-hmm. Huh. I'm pretty sure she lies a lot as we go through this show, actually, and quite competently most of the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That would not surprise me. But hey, that's not, that's not this episode. This episode, she is full of the fear sweats. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and then, thank you by a little suspicious of this, but she goes on to talk to Fluttershy and Rainbow Dash, who have to go house-sit for a bear. A bear named Harry. Yeah. Who has a very nice cave. Mm-hmm. And Ra- Rainbow Dash draws a watch on her wrist in pencil, mind you, <laughs> which somehow makes good. sparks, which, like, like, in her mouth, she's holding a pencil in her mouth, which I didn't know pencil could mark on fur but okay who knows and then yeah so she draws a watch on her wrist says goodness look at the time we have to get going yeah they do also have the beautiful thing of like he's vacationing at the beach and that's why we've got a house it for him and piggy pass like why is he at the beach and one of them says to play volleyball and the other one says to pick up pick up seashells and they look at each other and they just say the other one's thing and then look at each other again and they just mix it all up yeah, they uh, they go into uh, uh, collect volleyballs, play seashells. Yeah, uh, and, and then yeah, just like scribble a watch on your wrist and be like, "Oh, look at the time, we gotta go," and just fucking yeah. fly away. Goodness me, is it a freckle past a hair? Right. Ah, oh, well, would you look at my wrist? It seems like it's time for me to leave. Oh. And then, 
Yeah. And then Pinkie Pie, dejected, heads home. And uh, she's looking out her window and she sees Twilight leaving the house, her her house, her library, and going to Sugar Cube Corn. And she's like, that's not studying or hitting. Right? There, there is one important detail that comes up before this, though, which is yeah. she's talking to Gummy about like, oh, why? Uh, it, how is it possible that all my friends are busy this week, uh, like tonight? And she's like, I get that. I get that Rainbow Dash and Fluttershy are house sitting for a bear, but the other ones all seem kind of suspect. <laughs> Which is oh, such yeah. a good joke. Yeah. Like the most <laughs> flubbed lie is the one she just believes directly. Yeah, I'll believe that implicitly. Yeah. And even though as Pinkie Pie is like constantly pointing out holes in the store, like, what? I thought I knew every. I thought I knew everyone who lived around here. Yeah. A barrel is in a house? Like you could have just said it's a like yeah they're in they're in like the next town over and they're with Pegasus over there so like we're the only ones that can do like take care of that yeah yeah he lives in oh yeah you wouldn't know him he lives in Philadelphia or whatever yeah like Cloudsdale wasn't even that far of a fucking trip yeah like Trixie got chased out of town to somewhere that she apparently reached on foot yeah exactly on hoof. Yeah, it is. It's not impractical for there to just be a Pegasus out there that that these two need to look after house for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe they just meant that they were house sitting for someone who is big, hairy, and lives in a cave. Oh, like the dragon we met a few episodes ago. Yeah, like Har- Harry's twink is out of town, so yeah, perfect. God, we could have made better lives for these two, just just on the spot. With their lies intact. Yeah, but then we, we wouldn't have to explain what a twink is to Pinkie Pie. And then she would keep calling herself Twinkie Pie or a Twinkie Pinky. Yeah, that's fair. I'm not sure I want that in my life. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend it. But, uh... <laughs> this podcast has had enough discourse about girl twinks. Yeah, I don't want to get any more angry letters about Twinkitude. <laughs> I mean, I didn't genuinely appreciate that letter. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah, it was good to see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but regardless. Yeah. So, yeah. Pinkie Pie sees Twilight leaving her library to go out, which, I don't know, I, that's not implausible, right? Like, it's not like she has to be inside all day, right? She could be taking a walk or, like, you know, going to get a book or something. I don't know. Yeah, but, like, she is doing the thing that you absolutely should never do in a situation like this. And she's, like, trying to sneak around, like, like jumping from, like, corner yeah. of building to tree and shit. Like, way to draw attention to yourself, Twilight. Good job. Mm-hmm. Like, you should just walk normally, like... Yeah? Maybe hold a book if you really, like, want to blend in, but, like, come on. Yeah, you could have just, like, walked in, and if Pinkie Pie asked why you're there, you're like, yeah... I decided I just wanted to, like, get a snack and, like, a coffee or something. Because, like, you know, we're not that far from Sugar Creek Corner. Just, like, stop yeah. in there for, for like, a nice, like, cupcake or something. And then just, like, hit by, hit a, hit a bar and go back. It's perfectly reasonable. Yeah. You don't need to sneak, Twilight. Yeah, because Twilight is going to Sugar Creek Corner. And, like, this would have been, like, a perfectly normal transaction if Twilight hadn't kept saying... Now remember, don't tell Pinkie Pie about this. Whatever you do, do not tell Pinkie Pie about this. I know, 
Pinkie Pie must never know about this thing that we are doing. Do not tell Pinkie Pie. <laughs> I know Pinkie Pie lives upstairs and could very well be listening through this, like, can dangling through the ceiling. Right? Yeah, like, it's dangling you, through a, a hole large enough for a can to slide through. You can just put your ear against that hole, Pinkie Pie. Mm-hmm. Ah. Uh, there there is the... a good bit about, like, Twilight, like, trying to pull the can down and, like... It gets, like, scrunched onto her nose, and she eventually gets it off, and, like, her nose is just gone, like, into a circle on the end. Yeah, that's good. That's cute. It's yeah. a good can snoot look for. There are a lot of... Not, like, they turned into memes, horse faces in this episode, but there are a lot of, like, really good scrunches and, and like, pulls and stuff. They, they were really mm -hmm. playing around with shapes in this episode, and I love that. Mm -hmm. The ponies are very expressive in this. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't remember them being so consistently good about just, like, going silly with shapes. Mm -hmm. uh, at least on the first season. So I'm glad to find out that my memory on that was wrong. Mm -hmm. So from there, Pinkie Pie wears a disguise, which is those Groucho glasses with the, you know, the big frames and the fake nose and mustache. Still carrying gummy around, though. Yeah. Which, like, that's definitely the most incriminating piece of, of Pinkie Pie identifying material you could find. Yeah, yeah, the the alligator biting her tail and, and riding around. Mm-hmm. And so the Twilight's sneaking around and delivers the box. She was picking up a box, by the way, from Mrs. Cake. To delivering that to Rarity in this sort of, like, you know, weird dead drop thing where she leaves it on the ground and then Rarity picks it up. With her tail? Yeah. Like... Just coils her tail around it. And then spends quite a period of time walking around with this box, like, weirdly coiled up in her tail. It's... I don't know what to make of it, but it's not pleasant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then... From there, Pinkie Pie, like, jumps into a bale of hay that now has the glasses. And at some point, the bale of hay also develops, like... A coat and a hat... Yeah, it's got like a trench coat and like a little, little fedora-y thing going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the perfect disguise. Yeah. And then we also get, you know, she's sneaking around. We hear Rarity and Fluttershy also conspiring about like, Remember, Pinkie Pie can't know about this. Yeah, she'll ruin everything if she finds out. Yeah. <sighs> and then... We get Fluttershy, who sees this weird walking bale of hay and, like, gets spooked by it runs away. Mm -hmm. And then we... And then we get Rainbow Dash tried by, like, oh, hey, Pinkie Pie. Ah, uh, the ditz energy is strong today. Yeah. And then, of course, oh, you're Pinkie Pie. Then she fucking books it. And mm -hmm. uh, Pinkie Pie just, of course, trails her. She, like, finds Rainbow Dash on top of this mountain... Uh, she chases Rainbow Dash into the barn of Sweet Apple Acres, forcing Applejack to lie. Again. Yeah, and we, uh, Pinkie Pie, like, knocks on the door to the barn with her face. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah, we're, we're doing construction in here. And then they all make animal noises. She's not like, yep, construction. And then they all make, like, sheep noises and stuff. I think they're trying to make the sounds of, like, power drills and shit, but it's, all right. it's very bad. It, they're very fake. Yeah. And then we get this whole long scene with Pinkie Pie trying to get Applejack to crack. And, like, basically it's, like, Applejack's inside the barn. And it's one of those half doors that only the top half opens up. Yeah. 
Basically, it's just Pinkie Pie and Applejack's heads going back and forth, and they're both very expressive, and their necks are very stretchy going up and down. Pinkie Pie tries to peek back and, like, shove her face at Applejack's, and it's very good. Yeah, the, the, the very good bit of, like, Pinkie Pie, like, very suspicious glaring face as her neck just extends upward to try and peek over Applejack's head, and the very concerned Applejack, like, just simultaneously stretching her neck upward as well. Yeah. It's, it's a very good shot and reverse shot bit. Yeah, and, like, even just, like, the way their eyes go, like, yeah, we see Pinkie Pie looking past Applejack, then at Applejack, and Applejack trying to position her head so that Pinkie Pie can't see past her. Yeah. Again, they had a lot of fun with shapes this episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Applejack's a terrible liar, but eventually Pinkie Pie leaves, and she's all, Okie dokie, Loki. Yeah. Huh. It's fucked up that they have Loki and Discord in this world, huh? Yeah. I guess you could say it's low-key fucked up. Mmm, it seems pretty high-key fucked up, if you ask me, but... Yeah, no, understandable. And then, yeah. As soon as Pinkie Pie leaves, we get the rest of the main six, like, in Applejack's barn, like, you! I forget how much we actually learned here, but they were all in there, basically. Yeah. Mostly just along the lines of, like, ah, good, now we can get on with the thing without her finding out, or some Mm -hmm. shit like that, like... Listener, I want I want to ask because like, if you're the kind of person to 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 play along with podcast games, and you haven't watched this episode, I want you to write down on a piece of paper what you think these five ponies are up to that they are trying to hide from Pinkie Pie, and think about how they're hiding it, and just write down your answer. We'll come back to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because instead we have to get one of the weirdest fucking scenes I think this show has in existence. Oh, you mean, uh, Pinkie Pie interrogating Spike? Yeah. Oh, I thought this was fun. Ah, uh, like... So... The, the problem is, it's uh, it's just a police interrogation, and it goes exactly the way real-life police interrogations go. So, like, mm. Oh, yeah, there is that. But the fact that Spike has no idea what's going on before that... I, that tickles me. That's it's funny to be every time. Yeah, like I know the first time I watched this show, I found this scene hilarious. Uh, yeah. Being out the window, seeing it, not not so great on me now at in current year. Yeah, yeah, because it's, it's to recap the scene for our friends at home who haven't seen yes. it. So Pinkie Pie and is has gotten Spike into her home, and there's, like, a big plate of gems on the table, and Spike's like, ooh, hey, nice nice spread. And he's like, yeah, you can have the gems as soon as you tell me what I want to know. And, yeah, so talk. And Spike's like, yeah, okay, lovely weather we're having, or whatever. Uh, and then it's like, no, tell me about our friends. It's like, well, you got Twilight Sparkle. She's the unicorn, kind of an egghead. <laughs> uh, then you got Rarity. She is great. Love her. Yeah. And she's like, no, tell me the secrets. Tell me what you're hiding from Confess. me. And it's all stuff. Confess. And Spike's like, well, okay. Like, you know. Okay, well, you know, I, I spilled juice all over Twilight's book. Or uh, sometimes when I'm alone, I do this. He, like, grabs a mirror and, like, puffs his chest and goes, looking good, Spike. Looking real <laughs> yeah. good. Okay, yes. <laughs> like, this part of it was extremely good. Just, like, the end of yeah. the scene really put a damper on enjoying it for me. Yeah, so Pinkie Pie loses her patience with it, which is a shame because this gets really good. Spike having no idea what Pinkie Pie actually wants. Yeah. And just like, 
Oh, yeah, you want to know about Twilight Sparkle, our mutual friend? Well, she's a unicorn. Yeah. Uh, like, he just, he just seems, like, confused and uncomfortable with the interrogation scene. Yeah, he's doing his best. And, uh, but, like, Pinkie Pie, like, you know, gets all aggressive, and she's like, tell me that my friends are all lying to me and avoiding me because they don't like my parties, they don't want to be my friends anymore. And Pinkie Pie is, like, super anxiety brain right now. And I get this. I've been in... I get the anxiety brain aspect of mm-hmm. it. Um, I, if I were in her shoes, I would hopefully like get that. Wait, no. Why am I throwing a party right after the first when people got to rest? But you know, whatever. Yeah. Like she's got, she's got anxiety brain. It's hard to get yourself out of a spiral like this. I get mm-hmm. it. And then Spike, uh, scared and not really knowing what else to say, like just says that back to her. Yeah. He's like, Aha! I knew it! And then her hair deflates, and we get straight hair Pinkie Pie. Yeah, like, th- this is the part I don't like, of, like, the, I need you to say this, and Spike just says that, because he's feeling intimidated, and then it's like, ah, cool, we got him to say it on record. Perfect. Like, uh. Yeah, and it's, like, it would have been nice if Spike had a little more, sort of, understanding of what was going on here. Yeah. Because, I mean, surely he's aware of what, what's being planned. I mean, he's not invited, so... That's kind of weird. I, you'd think you would have heard? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, he's he doesn't really know anything about what's going on, so it's... But I get it, right? Like, once you, like, assume a bad thing, once Anxiety Brain or whatever is telling you a bad thing, you will latch onto anything that seems to confirm it. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Like, uh... One of, one of the biggest mental health things I learned was identifying the voice of anxiety brain so like at least at a like logical level in my brain i can be like ah cool the anxiety is screaming at me the problem is don't know how to deal with it past identifying that it's the anxiety screaming at me and not me screaming at me you know mm-hmm. 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 it's a it's a learned skill and that's the first step is like you know these are anxiety brain thoughts i don't have to act on them yeah they are blah blah yeah. blah uh, Pinkie Pie has not learned that skill. Yeah, correct. To be fair, uh, I feel like if my friends were acting like this, I would anxiety brain would also happen to me. Oh, 100%, like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, to be clear, from Pinkie Pie's point of view, if I was in her hooves, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, anxiety yeah. brain would be screaming at me. Yep. But, uh, this is where we get, uh, Straight hair Pinkie Pie, the character the fan the fandom has dubbed, quote, Pinkavina Diane Pie, which is just her name, but, you know, I saw a lot of fucking bad, grimdark roleplay profiles with a straight hair Pinkie Pie, or the one with, like, Pinkie Pie's face split down the middle where half of her is happy and half of her is having an episode. Yeah. Life is a party so full of smiles on it. Uh, just fucking edgy shit, which... What if a clown killed people <laughs> who ever heard of a sad clown what if Pinkie pie got jokerfied yeah and so this is the part of the episode where um the those of you who know about the fandom are like alarm bells are going off and you're going to be thinking cupcakes yes so for princess grace's fandom corner aka horse memes for isekai teens cupcakes was an infamous fan fiction probably like the first Big, famous, grimdark My Little Pony fanfic. Yeah, like... Which, um... While doing pre-pro for this episode, we found out that this... Cupcakes was published at least two months prior to this episode airing. Which is... 
amazing. Like, this episode must have been such validation for whatever little sick fuck wrote that that story. Yep. And I say that as someone yes. who has enjoyed some, not not quite to the extent that I know Cupcakes goes to, but like, I can enjoy some weird, weirdly grimdark fanfic shit. I'm a sick fuck. I yeah, get it. Yeah, the problem is that Cupcakes isn't good. Right, so... Oh. In preparation for this episode, I did some pre-prod. Yeah. And part of that was, uh, so I can't find the exact date on when Cupcakes was published, but the Equestria Daily Post on it that was since deleted, but I found an archive of it, was on February 24th, 2011. And even then, it, prob- it had probably existed a while beforehand because the Post says, like, I'm only doing this because everyone kept asking me to do it. So, like, it's been around a while. Mm-hmm. And so Cupcakes was published a good two months before this episode aired. Yeah. And... Which is why when you see a lot of Cupcakes fan art out there is uh, of Puffy Hair Pinkie Pie. Yeah, because cause Straight Hair Pinkie Pie was not a thing the fans knew about when this came out, which is just... Well, we, we did see her in the flashback in our Cutie Mark Chronicles, but that was, like, not really in the same context. Yeah, that was just, like, the the her before she got her Cutie Mark, which, like, I don't think... Yeah. I don't think someone who's writing edgy fanfic is going to... Make the alignment for that's still that might still be recently enough that like because like when that episode come out so cutie mark chronicles was april 15th actually so they wouldn't have even had that. yeah like this is someone someone fucking like wrote this out wrote cupcakes like three episodes into my little pony what the fuck well no even assuming it's the february 20 february 24th was a uh... Like, the day before Stairmaster aired. So that was a good, like, at least 16 episodes in. Okay, maybe fewer. all right. Still, though. Yeah. yeah. And, like, to be clear, Cupcakes is not good. It is... It has a reputation because... <sighs> okay, so... The early fandom, especially, like, the season one fandom, uh, very... Gr- the fandom very much grew out of 4chan. And it very much grew out of, like... Hey, it's cool and manly to like ponies. It's not a little kid thing to do. And so there's this like very much like push for edginess, push to make it look adult. Yeah. Push for, you know, a lot of the early pony porn came from this where it's like, oh, I like looking at horse ass and clopping to it, man. I like, I I watch it for the plot. And the joke is, of course, that plot yeah, you would say I watch it for the plot over a picture of horse ass. Yeah, yeah, plot being a code word for pony butt is uh, yeah a hundred percent just a, like the fandom thing. Yeah, which I have talked to people who thought that plot was actually like a word for horse ass. It wasn't. I mean, it has become one. English is a, is yeah. a forever evolving language. Correct, but it started with pony porn. Yep. and again, part of that early push was very much. Uh, oh, we have to write edgy, grim, dark horse fan fiction. That way people think we're not just losers watching a show for kids. Yeah. And Cupcakes is like, yeah, I guess it's Violet or whatever. Pinkie Pie does like kidnap Rainbow Dash and skin her and we're, and sew her friends into a dress and bake her into cupcakes and make furniture out of horse bones or whatever. Um, At least you're using every part of the friend. Well, yeah, yeah. You only have so many. And, like, it's infamous because, like, you know, it was probably the first big one in its, in its thing. Like, Rainbow Factory, the song, wouldn't come out for a few months after that. Mm. And the, the fanfic based on the song wouldn't come out for a few months after that. 
But this was certainly the first big one, the first big infamous one. And it's, everyone talks about it like it's, oh, it's so bad, it's so infamous, it's so gory and violent. It isn't. It's trying really hard, but it doesn't really do anything with it. It is... Uh, it, it is it is one of those stories that would use a sentence like menacing menacingly. Yeah, pretty much. And it's there's a lot of spelling and grammar errors that take you out of it but to the point where like the Equestria Daily Post has like, you know, a V2 corrected version. If you want that fixed, you get like, wow. And like, again, I had to find a mirror of the Equestria Daily Post because the original Equestria Daily Post of it got to, it got it taken down, which, of course, only heightens the status it has in the community. Right. Like, oh. It was too gory for Equestria Daily. It got taken down off the big fandom blog. It, uh, and it has all these big bright red content where like, warning, you've been warned. It's really gory and bad, you guys. It's really dangerous. Uh, Which, no. Yeah, so, yeah. And so like, A, no story could live up to that. And B, like... At least Rainbow blah, Factory blah, blah, blah. had some fucking setup and payoff in it. Yeah, and also Rainbow Factory is like kind of a bop of a song. Yes. So even if you don't like the fig, like you have that. Yeah, I mean, I mean like the fig itself has like, yeah. there, there is some stuff set up at the start that actually like comes through in the end. It's like, oh, hey, they actually like put some thought into the structure of this, which <laughs> is a low bar, I know, but it exists. It's there. Yeah. It's, and that very much kicked off, you know. This episode and Cupcakes Together very much kicked off this, like, big grimdark wave, especially the the edgy p- Joker-fied Pinkie Pie. Uh, it's... What if we lived uh, in pony th- society? I have good and bad news for you. Oh, no. Oh, no. We live in <laughs> a pony society. We're, we've been living in a horse society for quite some time. Uh, a horse society, if you will. Yeah. Long story short, though, uh... This episode did nothing but help the dumb little edgelords that that wanted to really jerk off to pony ass and feel cool yeah. about it. Yeah, it's like, oh, this isn't just for kids. There's this really cool edgy part of it. You know, like the po- we write fanfic where the horses die and eat each other. So if you thought it was just for kids, you're wrong. It's very cool and adult and edgy. <sighs> it's... Ugh. I, I want to say the fandom grew out of that, and it did and it didn't. Mention's more along the lines uh, of, like, some of the more extremely trying to f- force the edgy shit folks fell out just because, like, they'd run out of energy uh, and probably found some other shit to move on to. Yeah, or they just... Yeah, like, they probably just became, you know, yeah. regular fascists. And, like, the, the fan base grew large enough that they're, like... Even if their numbers didn't dwindle too heavily like there were just enough people that weren't them to weigh them out yeah in in the long run it certainly seems like the perverts who just liked pony porn and won out over the yeah. dark edgy dinguses and i i yeah. love that love wins like everyone wants to fuck the horse nobody wants to eat the well some people still want to eat the horse but you know in a sexy yeah, way uh, yeah i've seen quite a lot of my little pony for yeah I mean, they do look and probably taste like yeah, marshmallows, and also, so like, that makes sense. We had the 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 poison joke episode where where Applejack got tiny; she could absolutely be Ford. Yeah, and you know, I like to chew on your horn, dear. That might We've be. We've had more. this discussion. We've had this discussion so many times. I, I know, I know. I remember that the bingo know, card has a spot for Vor on it. Congratulations, folks! Huh? Huh? Happy to help. And it's not my fault. You're- 
not my fault your horn has such a good mouthfeel, dear. It's very uh, nippleable and lickable and chewable. Uh, okay. Um. Uh, thank you. The good horse. What? Okay, uh, um. Yeah, so. Yeah, anyways. Thank you for coming to Princess Grace's Cupcake Takes. <laughs> the cupcakes? My, yeah, my cupcakes. Uh, a, hot, a hot cup of takes. Yeah, with the spark perfect. And bean. Uh, do you want do you want a <laughs> copy or takes? Uh, are you here for takeout or are you sitting in? Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I feel so bad for the pony who walks in, orders the cup of takes, and it's just like a mug full of. Me complaining about something they have no context for because they um, live in this cartoon. Me just grumbling about Spike's lack of personhood. Uh, 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 oh yeah, can I have a can I have a venti uh, you know, classism in horse society? Oh yeah, sure. Give me a minute. Uh, yeah. It, yeah. Oh, do you want whipped cream on that? Oh yeah, sure. And then I, you know, I shout about like, well, here you go, member of the privileged priestly uh. cast. Uh, oh boy, horse society sure is a thing. Yeah, and I have good news. Yeah. We do live in it. It's not quite relevant, but conversations like this always just remind me of a beautiful line from from Abigail Thorne of her saying, uh, and with this, I am putting on my Joker makeup. I am putting on my Guy Fox mask. I am putting on my combination Joker makeup Guy Fox mask. And it's very good. Uh, right? It is like a society in here. But I think this is where we get... To go, to go back to Pinkamania here. Pinkamania gonna run wild on you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, uh, Pinkalavania, but a bum bum. So we get introduced to Pinkie Pie's... Uh, new guests to Gummy's um, uh, after birthday. Yeah, thank you. We have uh, Mr. Turnip, who is mm -hmm. a metal bucket full of turnips. Mm -hmm. We have Rocky, who is a stack of like four rocks with a uh, like three, yeah, three rocks and a party hat, I believe. Yeah, 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 yeah. The the bucket of turnips also has a party hat on it. Yeah. Um, Rocky has a like Boston accent. It's a pretty thick accent. Yeah, he kind of talks like this. I guess yeah. maybe he's supposed to be from Philadelphia because that's where Rocky was from, like the guy right, from that the movie. But who knows? That would be that's that's more likely the thing. I think that's the joke they were making. I'm yeah. just very bad at identifying American city accents, mm -hmm. at least by name. But like, uh, we then have uh, Sir Lint a lot. That is just a giant like ball of lint. Yeah. Um, and it very much sounds exactly like Pinkie Pie's uh uh interpretation of rarity. Mm -hmm. or or um rarity uh uh impression mm -hmm. either way um so sir lancelot is a twink mm -hmm. and then uh <laughs> correct madame... yeah right and then uh madame lafleur who is a bag of flour mm -hmm. and french and, yeah like the um specifically the scene of pinkie pie puppeteering madame lafleur and going Whee! that is correct madame was a gyp that went around a lot horse me freeze guy teens yep <laughs> god oh shit Eventually, this is just become an acronym or something. Oh, yeah. I love these HM4IT. Him for it? Ah, yeah. oh, cool. I love that map in TF2. Him for it. 
so, by the way, quick sidebar. Sir Lancelot, Twink, Rocky, Twunk. Yes. Mr. Turnip, Dad. Madame Lefleur, yeah. girl. Yeah. We, we have every every flavor of Twink. I, I know we have more flavors. I know, there is no otter here. I understand. Mm-hmm, but like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Pinkie Pie appreciates diversity in her made-up friend groups. Yeah. It's actually really interesting that her made-up friend group is three characters identified as male and one as female. When her, like, actual main friend group is just her and five girls. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, if this show had more to say about anything other than being a toy commercial... Um, that would be a really interesting, like, thread to pull on later for, like, maybe Pinkie Pie just actually wants to hang out with more dudes just because she likes hanging out with, with guys. Like, she just wants to have some dude friends around that aren't Spike, I guess. Because fuck Spike. Yeah, that aren't, like, Spike or Big Mac or her boss, Mr. K. Okay, but, like, I can't think of a single scene yet where Big Mac and Pinkie Pie have stood anywhere near each other. Yeah, and... Big Mac isn't necessarily a great conversationalist in the first place. Yep. Mm-hmm. Except, except when he's fucking scolding his sister. Then he's then he's fucking yeah. full of words. Yeah. He, he knows when to talk. Yeah. One of my very favorite character tropes. Of just, like, yeah. the person whose most of their sentences are, like, three words tops. And then just out of nowhere, they just have, like, an entire, like, multi-paragraph, like philosophical monologue to go into yeah oh it's apple, so good applejack you're gonna destroy yourself if you keep trying to you know book all these motherfucking apples right bitch <laughs> uh let big mac say bitch <laughs> i think you'll be good at it yeah yeah same uh so rainbow dash shows up to like go get Pinkie pie for the thing mm-hmm. and uh Pinkie Pie winds up, yeah. Rainbow Dash is like, Pinkie Pie, this is weird. Um, you're clearly having an issue here. Um, come on, let's go to the thing. Pinkie Pie winds up sitting on Rainbow Dash's head at some point. Yeah, like Rainbow Dash is trying to push Pinkie Pie, and it's very much turning into like Pinkie Pie's front legs are the only part of her that is still on the ground, and it's getting. I mean, it's getting something I might draw, and then yeah, it like it does. It does turn into Pinkie Pie just full on sitting on Rainbow Dash's head. It is, mm-hmm. it is a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. One more thing I have to complain about. I, I'm looking at the uh, fucking TV tropes page for cupcakes, which I don't recommend. That's several bad ideas at once. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, oh, cupcakes stuff. Anyone could die. She even killed Princess Luna. But like, that's not hard. Like, it's yeah. Luna's a fucking it's a kid. story. Like, like it's it's fiction. Like anyone could die that you want. Like, it's not any harder to write this horse killing Luna. Is having her kill anyone else. Like, look, look, I could go write a story where, like, I don't know, let's just say uh, Donkey Kong gives Goku uh, a, a talk about how much he's a fucking homophobe and Goku sucks his own dick so hard he dies. Oh my god, look at how powerful Donkey Kong is. Look at my powerful Donkey Kong story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they like, they, like, cite... A different fanfic to talk about how hard it would be to kill Princess Luna, like, like, <laughs> like <laughs> oh my God, what? Yeah, uh, they cite um, uh, My Little Pony forensics is magic, but um, which is talking about um, which is like doing 
forensics on cupcakes? Wait, wait, hold on. The characters talking to each other this are Biggs and Wedge? Like the Final Fantasy guys? What the fuck? Or at least... Or at least, like, they're using the names. Ah, Snips and Snails both changed their names. <laughs> you know Snails is Biggs. No, wait, no, Snails would be Wedge. Yeah, no, no, it's better. I'm, my brain's going backwards. Never mind, it's fine. The, and it does assure us that the basics of the forensic techniques described in this fanfic, as well as certain facts concerning equine physiology and behavior, are grounded in reality. <laughs> okay. All right. But, like, uh... Thank you, other fan, for talking about how hard it would certainly be for Pinkie Pie to kill Princess Luna. Like, it's... It, it's fiction. Like, it's... I, Witness my Donkey Kong! Yeah, like, man, you can write whatever you want. Like, it's... Uh, uh, I'm sorry you guys are... I hate to say, like, you guys are doing media analysis wrong, but you clearly are. I mean, this is TV tropes. Of course yeah. they are. Oh, yeah. There, There is... There is a space for, like aggressive literalism in in like media analysis sure but like just like the author being dead it's a it's one of many tools in the toolbox and using just one of them is bad yeah like this is this is worse than like could goku beat superman level analysis right like yeah I gotta stop reading this TV trope because it's just making me mad. Like, oh, I agree, TV tropes. Uh, a friend mutilating me and eating turning me into cupcakes is the last thing anyone would ever want. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty close to the end of the list of things that I would ever want. Yeah. Uh, I agree. This does have way more blood than My Little Pony usually does. Really? I never would have guessed. Uh, it's... I'm going to close this because I'm just going to get mad at it. It's I can't believe you are letting someone else invent a guy for you to get mad at. And the guy exists. There's a, <laughs> it posed on TV tropes. <laughs> I, I didn't have to invent the guy. Okay, but like, I, I kind of do want, like, I know there's some AI generated stuff out there, at least when we got, you know, East got in here, that like, it was... Like there, there was some, there was some shit that was starting to like, be passably decent at mimicking like artist work and shit. It wasn't great, but like it was good. I really, really want an AI that just makes fake TV tropes posts. <laughs> I really want that, actually. Uh, that that would be fun to mark off chain together or something like. Right. Like, you know, make me a make me a TV tropes page for some. This TV tropes page does not exist. Yeah. Like, just just start making up TV Tropes pages of, like, four fanfics that are crossovers. That's what I want. I want... I don't want it to make up the, the, the crossover fanfics. I want them to make up the TV Tropes page for crossover fanfics that don't exist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would almost feel bad, like, because I... I read a lot of TV tropes as a kid, and it was pretty bad for my brain. I know people now who, like, talk like TV tropes pages, and I hate listening to them. Yeah, it it, it pretty much instantly weeks me out when someone's like, oh, so it's, it's kind of like a this thing. And I'm like, okay, I've not heard that term before. So let me just look it up on TV tropes, or, or rather, like, type it into Google, and the first hits TV tropes for, like, this specific mm-hmm. wording of a thing. I'm like, oh... Oh, that's bad. That's not good. Yeah, like, I know I've been down on TV tropes, but it is, like, the best source i found as to, like, where I can read cupcakes and find the history of it. 
but it's still, it still very much feeds into like the, oh, it's so bad, you guys. It'll mentally scar you for life, man. It's uh, grim dark as fuck. This might be a call out of someone who I was talking to a while ago, and it's also a Final Fantasy thing, so I'm gonna try and make this quick. But there is a certain uh, woman who appears in one of the expansions where, like, basically her entire personality trait is, damn, I hate people from my country and I love seeing them suffer. And talking about that character, uh, one of my friends suggested she was, um, what was it, um, the dragon lady trope, which is just, in shows that have, like, multiple villains, you will have the, like, Asian woman who's angry and does martial arts and has, like, a dragon tattoo, usually. Mm. That's just sort of the trope. And, like, okay, sure, yes, congratulations, TV tropes, you've recognized racism, good job (laughs) but like the real answer is that character is a combination of two characters from kabuki theater something that tv tropes writers just don't know about Mm -hmm. i guess because it's not north american memes Mm -hmm. oh anyway that has been my grumbling about weird final fantasy 14 related topics corner i guess it's a good corner uh all right, you get out of here, TV Tris. I don't want to look. I don't want to look at you anymore. <laughs> I've had enough of this guy. Uh, uh all right, all right. Anyways, anyway, we're <laughs> almost done here. So, yeah. Rainbow Dash drags Pinkie Pie to Sweet Apple Acres. Uh, she has to, like literally drag her by the tail to get her there. Yeah, it's a lot of. It's very forceful. Yeah, and then also like, I do want to note throughout the entire time Pinkie Pie's having her like party. Like, she is just cartoon shorthand for insane the entire mm-hmm. way through. And it's, one, holy shit, she cracked quick. And mm-hmm. two, holy shit, is this a really, like, uncaring depiction of a mental break? Like, yeah. oof. I, I couldn't let that go without comment, because damn, yeah. this, this does not age well. This is real disgusting actually yeah it's like the tight the one tiny eye the twitching the uh it's not good like she is statedly just darker tones than everything else in the rest of the like Mm -hmm. scene like uh uh anyway so yeah uh rainbow dash has to just fucking drag her to the barn yep and then they bring her into the barn and oh it's a party for her and uh, Pinkie Pie is like, of course, still spiraling, and she's all, "Oh, uh, this is clearly my. Oh, why would I be happy? You're throwing a goodbye party for me. You're yeah, going away party. Like this is a party for we're we're not your friend anymore, which is a a bizarre idea. But I get that Pinkie Pie is not having a good brain time right now. To be fair, I think Pinkie Pie having a good brain time. This is a kind of party she would think of. Yeah. This is a type of party she has she has a like little binder in the back of her room with all the weird parties she's planned but never thrown and a we're no longer friends with you get out of here party absolutely is in that binder. Oh, 100%. Yes. Yes. She would absolutely throw a like I don't I'm not your friend anymore party. I I she wouldn't even have some pretext like it's to soften the blow. Like it would just be like <laughs> yeah. 
It'd just be a normal ass party, but it would, be, it would just be about that she's no longer friends with you. Yeah, like it is. That's just like that is her main way of dealing with life changes is throwing a party. Also, listeners at home who had written down your your guess earlier, uh, did you guess they were planning a surprise party? Because I'm gonna bet you did. Yeah. <laughs> like as soon as Twilight picked up the cake from the cakes. You could probably, and, and like, all the denials on the way there, you could probably tell. Yeah. It's and, not subtle. Yeah. And so, Pinkie Pie has all this, and then, but eventually, like, Twilight points out, Pinkie Pie, we got you a cake that says, Happy Birthday, Pinkie Pie. Yeah, like, and that's enough to make her finally, well, and, and looking at the fact that, like, the room has presents and some decorations and shit. Like, that's enough to have her realize what's going on, and her hair, like, puffs back out again. Yeah, and then she's fine. And, uh, I'm another HM for IT. Okay, it's feeling very forced. Just do yeah. the full thing instead. Yeah, yeah, another horse meme for Isekai teens. I can't find it, but when this picture of, like, Pinkie Pie's birthday cake, when we see it, uh, so it's, you know, it's a, it's a cake. It's like a square sheet cake with, like, Pinkie Pie, and there's clearly text around it that it's, Trying to say happy birthday, Pinkie Pie, but not enough that they would have to translate it. But I distinctly remember a meme from back in the day, which and it had a picture of the cake and the text said, Humpy Bumpy Numny Num. <laughs> That's what it like it says. A little bit. Like, the happy is definitely there. That definitely looks like happy. And yeah. then the artist is just like, eh, it's not going to be on, on, on camera long enough. We're just going to put happy and then squiggles. Yeah, because, like, if you put text on screen, you have to translate it when you localize it. Yep. And, yeah, that's not usually worth it, which is why a lot of times later you'll see, like, this, you know, weird horse language. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Then we're fine. Pinkie Pie's hair poofs back up. They all dance. Yeah. Twilight writes a letter about, uh, you know, hey, you have to trust that your friends have your best interest at heart, which is not, like, that's good advice. I would say it's, like, I know one of the things that, like, helps with anxiety for me is saying, I have to take what my friends are telling me at face value. There is no point in speculating about their secret hidden feelings for me. I have to trust that they're telling me how they feel. But, like, flip side of that, because, like, the exact wording was, um, I, I, I took, I, I had to go peek over her shoulder while she was ra- yeah. writing it, just to be 100% sure I had it, like, memorized, but it was, um... Always expect the best from your friends. Never assume the worst. And a best friend will always... Yeah, a best friend will always have uh, your best intentions at heart. And, um... Damn. Flip side, that's a really good way to open yourself up to some fucking emotional abuse from your friends, though. Like, I personally really hated this moral. And that might just be coming from, like, all of her friends fucking lied to her face constantly tried to hide shit from her and like forced her to come to this party that she no longer wanted to come to like she didn't know it was a party to start with but like forced her to go somewhere she didn't want to go after like feeling betrayed by them like i don't know i i kind of don't blame pinkie pie for thinking they weren't her friends anymore like maybe it's because i'm a fucking introvert on this kind of shit and like i look i know the whole introvert expert stuff is a very like silly umbrella term that's kind of like quasi-science and more just moods than entire thing but like the concept of someone throwing me a surprise party is like 
insulting, actually. Like, don't fucking do this. If you want a fucking... You want me involved in something? Like, tell me beforehand? We had the conversation earlier. Like... Ah. Uh, you... The, the way you surprise someone with some of this is like, Hey, by the way, we've already put plans together for a party, like, tomorrow for your birthday... Like, all you gotta do is show up. You don't have to do any of the planning. We've already done it all. Just, like, here you go and you can show up. You have surprised them because you've done the work, but, like, you haven't forced them to be surprised by the activity you're doing. Yeah, like, it still would have been a surprise party if they told her earlier. And, like, yes, I'm willing to believe Pinkie Pie would have enjoyed a surprise party, but also, like, okay, so the flip side of this is, like, I don't know, if all my friends are, like, clearly trying to hide something from me, it, it would be naive of me to assume it's a surprise party. That would be, like, comically, yeah. like, naive of me. Like, oh, yeah, clearly this is a surprise party and nothing else. Yeah, right? Like, that, that's the problem with this moral, is it's, like... It also requires Pinkie Pie to forget her own birthday. Which, okay, it's Pinkie Pie. Yeah. Let's be honest. If there's one thing we know about Pinkie Pie, it's that she is one of those people who will very happily give a shit about everyone else except her. So, mm-hmm. like, she threw a birthday party for her pet fucking alligator. Just not herself. But also, yeah. like, damn, they are one day off. That's Did she get, like, a freshly hatched alligator as a birthday gift last year? Is that what that was? That would make sense. Holy shit. That's a better way than how Twilight got Spike. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, Gummy isn't, like, a person. Like, Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I mean, well, he's, he doesn't, like, talk, right? Like, he's not, like, expected to perform tasks. I'm sure he has a wonderful internal world that we yeah. would love to hear about if he could communicate with us. I'm sure mm-hmm. it's full of snapping, and you know what? Good. Okay, so I, I'm gonna cl- I'm reading the the wiki page for this episode now, and this guy's saying, well, actually, it's unrealistic for Rarity to be able to hide the cake in her tail. Yeah, okay. Rainbow <laughs> Dash flies through the air like a fucking wiggly line and she leaves a rainbow behind her and Pinkie Pie can run at the same speed. Alright, Com- dude. Commenting on every page of the My Little Pony Wiki. Um, actually, horses can't talk. <laughs> right? And while I'm at it, dragons aren't real and if they were, they wouldn't simp for horses. Incorrect. <laughs> Look, if there's one thing that Shrek and My Little Pony two of the most culturally important pieces of media in our lifetime agree on. It's that dragons and hooved four-legged creatures bone down. We know this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Donkey fucks that dragon. Yeah, It is really fucked up that the donkey's name is Donkey. Yeah. Everyone else gets, like, a name. Yeah. Like, Shrek, My Little Pony, hand, well, hand hoof shake meme in the middle, hating donkeys. Yeah. Ugh. It's very bad. Uh, really makes your horse think. Also, like, they do a conga line for the at the party, like at the end, like right yeah. before the, the letter. And one, as soon as Rarity joins the conga line, no, because Spike is there, because he, like, perks yeah. up He's... seeing Rarity get, get in the conga line. I'm like, is Spike gonna get in the conga line just so he can have his hands on Rarity's ass for a while? But nah. Fluttershy cock blocks him. Good on her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, so Spike did know about the part. Right? Or he just felt like, or maybe he got dragged along later. But like, hey, Spike, yeah. did you mention to Twilight or any of the other ponies about 
the fact that Pinkie Pie, like, lightly tortured you and then had a fucking emotional break with you in the room? That feels like something you should fucking tell them about. Yeah, Spike didn't say, like, hey, Twilight, your friend's, like, clearly going through it. You should talk to her. Yeah, she clearly thinks you're not her friend anymore. Like, are you doing... should you, you should talk to her about that, Twilight. I feel like we've had at least one episode already where the moral is like, don't lie to your friends. Well, yeah, we had that. We had an episode that was don't lie yes. to your friends. And then this episode was lie to your friends and they should feel fine about it. Yeah, like that's the thing, right? Is that like, it? it's fucked up that like the, the party fixes everything. I get that it has to because there wasn't a time left of the episode, but like, yeah, like, it's weird that they put the Otis on Pinkie Pie to just assume the best of her friends. Yeah, that's real fucked up. Honestly, this would have been a real good episode of, like, if it felt like that's where this was going. And then it turned around and was again being like, hey, fuckos, we already told you don't lie to your friends. Even if you think you're going to be doing something nice for them through it. Like, you don't know how they're going to assume based on, like, the mood they're in and how you're fucking blatantly lying to them to try and hide shit. (sighs) Sure, if you think you can slip a cute little, like, white lie to get through to make make this fucking surprise party work and you're doing it for someone who you know wants a surprise party, cool. But, like, I don't know. Maybe around the point where she's, like, giving you the fucking stink eye and, like, chase Rainbow Dash asking about it? Maybe that's where you fucking just come out and tell the truth about it, huh? Yeah, like, at that point, it's not fun anymore. Yeah, like, yeah. The point where these horses fucked up is once they had all given excuses and then the second round of, of like, realizing Pinkie Pie is, like, following them around to try and figure out what's going on. Like, if you're good friends, one holy shit, you shouldn't have even got to that point. But two, that's the point you stop. Yeah, like, I'm willing to believe that Pinkie Pie would enjoy a surprise party. Yeah. Like, that, but, yeah, come on, it's clearly not fun at this point. Like, yeah, yeah, like, the, the the line of this being an okay thing to lie about just so you can surprise her with it later was crossed, like, a third of the way into this episode. Like, you could have even said, like, oh, sorry, Pinkie, I can't make it. I'm going to a party tonight. Would you like to come with me? Right? Like, it... yeah. <sighs> but then Pinkie Pie <sighs> would ask a lot more questions, and and then you could be like, oh, you'll find out. Yeah. And like, that's that's a better way of doing this. Yeah. This is also why, typically, if you're, like, going to do a surprise party for someone, what you do, again, if this is for someone who would want to be surprised, which those people exist. Mm, I, I will appreciate that you're there. Yeah. It's like... Usually what happens is, like, you have someone take the birthday individual out for the day. Like, hey, you know, it's your birthday. Let's go, like, take you out to lunch or something. Get your hair done, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then everyone else sets up the party while they're away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, like, the concept of, like, coming home to find out my house is full of people when I was not expecting that is actually a nightmare. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. I get that there's people who like that. Never do that to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I will admit to seeing the appeal of a surprise party, at least in the fact that, oh, great, I didn't have to plan anything. This is great. Yeah, like, finding out that someone was making, like, planning a party for me would be pretty cool. I don't know. I also am kind of socially anxious, so I don't know how I'd super feel about that. I've never had it happen. But, like, 
I would like to know beforehand. Like, even if it's a fairly short notice, like like three days before it happens, and the entire mm-hmm. thing is like, hey, your birthday's coming up. Like, I hope you are free in, the, like, on the afternoon of your birthday. Wink, wink. I think there's a fun thing we can go do together. Wink, wink. Like, mm-hmm. you don't have to say it directly, but, like... Yeah, please want to be dressed for it, yeah. you know? Let me put a fucking bra on or off. Either one, it's my birthday. Can I realize I don't wear underwear now that I'm a horse, but... Yeah, that is... Let, 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 let me put on or off the bra that I wear on my crotch tits for some reason. Ah, uh, extremely good, though. My, my fucking ball bra? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's... Yeah. <laughs> that is one of the things I always love with, like furries going a little extra with like tar or like feral character designs and shit and just like the the nuts are so big they get their own bra like i fucking love that every time it cracks me up i love people who make that weird choice like i get that it's horny for you guys it's hilarious to me and i love it please please continue making this stuff and please continue enjoying it I don't want to yuck your yum. I just, I find it hilarious. Yo, dick bra, how you doing? Right? <laughs> I'm sorry, my my horse balls are so big and pendulous. They can't, you know, it's hard having them stay up on their own. Wait, shit. What? A balls bra is just a jockstrap. Well, but the bra, I think what makes it a bra is the individual pockets, right? Oh, yeah, that's fair. I guess the dick also goes in the jockstrap. I need a push-up bra for my balls. Bigger than they are. <laughs> Old uh, cosplay trick: you wear two ball bras. Yeah. Or bra for short. <laughs> I was I was desperately sitting here trying to figure out how to do that. But sorry, right? Um, we got we got we got pulled away from the conga line because I was realizing, hey, have they done horse centipede yet? Because like I know human centipede was a movie that existed. There's gotta be horse centipede inspired by this dumb party scene and someone who recently watched Human Centipede. Yes, it is very much a thing. Perfect. I am so glad I must now purge this thought from my mind. It has happened a lot. Many times with, like, many different permutations of it. Ah, alright. I suddenly feel bad and uncomfortable. Excellent. Oh, good. You can buy a post robot on Etsy. <laughs> I don't... Uh, nah, I'm good. Oh, no, sorry, you can't. Quote, this shop is taking a short break. <laughs> uh-huh. Sure. Sure, guys. Short break. Oh, boy. Uh, there weren't any loaves this episode. No, everybody was walking around and going places. Yeah, or, or like, being real weird sets. But no, no loafing. Not a very relaxed episode, so I guess that makes sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Every pony's on edge because they decided to put themselves into the situation for no reason. Yeah, and, uh, uh, I... You know how cringe is, like, secondhand embarrassment? Mm-hmm. After watching these ponies go through, it's, it's like secondhand needing a therapist. I don't know what the mm-hmm. word for that is, but, like, I feel like I need to see a therapist on behalf of these fucking ponies now. Yeah, like, because this show is a morality play. Like, they have to impart some moral. And that typically means somebody has to be wrong. And which typically means it has to put the blame on someone. Yeah. And 
again, the real crux of this is that it's it's fucked up to blame Pinkie Pie for for assuming the worst of her friends. Yeah, like, yeah, she made like some mistakes, but they're like understandable and reasonable mistakes to make. Mm-hmm. This episode sucks <laughs> on a yeah. purely like moralistic standpoint. It's it's got some really good moments, like the uh, like especially the whole like trying to sneak the like the the cake box around mm-hmm. and like Pinkie Pie's like escalating elaborate disguise and shit like that was actually some good comedy right there that was some good yeah. shit yeah like rainbow dash going by saying oh hey pinkie pie or like her most of her little interrogation with spike was oh, that gets me every time like yeah again if it wasn't for just like how very real the end of that interrogation is i i would find it much more funny but like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, they do They do just give the suspect the exact line to say to incriminate them, and then have them repeat it, and then pretend that that's uh, a confession. Yeah. Which, again, I already said it, but oof, bad look. It's bad. Mm-hmm. And then, finally, as we, we iris out, we, uh, you know, Pinkie Pie's like, oh, can we also be celebrating Gummy's after birthday? He didn't get a party, and he's pretty upset about it. Oh, He's like, yeah, sure, let's have a party for Gummy. Yeah. Happy end, I guess. I mean, it's not... I guess everything worked out, but... Yeah, it was a real... It was a net neutral end point, but that's just because, like, all the garbage got erased when when Pinkie Pie hair go poof, and she backed to silly yeah. mode. Like, uh, I'm willing to believe that Pinkie Pie is fine now, but it's also very much like... Oh, I have to act, I have, this is my birthday party, so I have to act like I'm gonna enjoy it. Alright. I'm still, like, suspicious of all you. Yeah, like, congratulations, you've proven to me that all of you will lie to my face and do it enough that I will, like, at least believe you. Like, at least give you the benefit of the doubt. And, like, Mm -hmm. damn, I feel like that is some abuse right there. Like, not, Mm -hmm. not, like, major, but, like, that's some big abuse of trust right there. Like, you did put her through all this. Yeah. And, uh, come on. For, like, a party when she, Pinkie Pie, the fucking, like, pony whose entire uh, cutie mark is about planning parties, was planning a party for the same day. Like, ah. Uh, see? Okay. We're, we're gonna have that moment of rewriting a rewriting the episode for a better take on this it would have to have a different moral but like Pinkie Pie shows up to Twilight and is like hey it's soon let's do another party and Twilight being the fucking clever pony she often is says yeah you're right and you know what I'm gonna go and like go with you to invite the rest of the ponies so that like she can talk Pinkie Pie into like hosting the party in Applejack's barn so like Pinkie Pie does, like, a little bit of the work, but, like, they sneak in, like, the cake for her and, like, the banner and shit while she's, like, not looking. Or, like, they have a small distraction to take her out so they can, like, put up some extra decorations and then bring her back in and be like, yeah, you want to be Gummy's after party, but also it's your fucking birthday, so here's your birthday cake. Like, we're gonna make it both these things a party. Yeah. And that would teach the fucking moral of don't do surprise parties on people. They suck. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, you're correct, dude. I mean, I, some people like a, a surprise party, but like, 
come on, show you could do better than this. Come on. I, I think they're wrong, is... but they're, they can have their incorrect opinion. Uh, okay, I know I said I would stop getting mad at the guy, but I did a look at the uh, animation errors for this episode on the wiki. Oh, there are quite a few and, of them. Yeah, I mean, but the one that, like, fucking got me was, Rainbow Dash says, hi, Pinkie Pie, even though she has a disguise. <laughs> No, no, and like that was clearly a joke. Like there were two people replying to that was saying that that was a joke. You understand jokes, right? <laughs> okay, good. Alright. Alright. I, I misunderstood why but this person like... thought it was a mistake. <laughs> Holy shit. Remember that whole like aggressive literalism I was talking about earlier? <laughs> there it is. Yeah, like uh hi TV tropes. Hi, like uh, how are people so bad at media analysis? Like, these are the same, these are the same kind of guys who are like, you know, when they, at the, during the fucking, uh, Native American allegory episode, were like, why well, do I think the Saddler Pony should have gotten to keep the apples? They worked really hard. Like, <laughs> right? what are you watching? How do you, how does everyone else have such bad taste except for us? That's just a theory, a pony theory, you know? <laughs> Yeah, that's my horse theory. Uh, Matt Pat, if you're listening, and I know you are, if you want to come yeah. on the podcast for an episode, I will unapologetically, continuously dunk on your, like, really shallow, like, capitalism's good actually takes on fucking everything. I, I, I want to dunk on you so bad directly to your face and, like, Damn, buddy, if you want to come on this podcast and make up a horse so I can get angry at him, hit us up. Your ho- your pony soda can even be named Game Theory. Yeah, perfect. Uh, please do. I want to be angry at you. Yeah, Matt Pat, email us at, ga- at Dame Theory at huh? horse. We are. Meanwhile, here's my Dame Theory. They're good. Yeah. Horses? Good, actually. Not these ones. Yeah. I like it when a dame has legs that go all the way up. Uh, That's, uh, I'm an expert in dame design, you see. Ah. (laughs) When the marshmallow getaway sticks, I go all the way up. (laughs) Uh, when I saw that horse, I saw it legs went all the way up, and I knew that horse dame meant trouble. (laughs) Oh. Horse trouble. Ah. Or Hubble. You like the space telescope? Yeah. Uh, she walked into my office, and it felt like I was turning into a s'more with just how much hot she was giving off. I don't know. I'm 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 fucking flubbing this. It's uh I'm I uh, I hate this so much. I hate this fucking episode. Like, uh I like yeah. so much about this episode, but damn, this is a shitty episode. Yeah, like I remember hating it because you know it gave rise to this really obnoxious grim dark part of the fandom or at least like encouraged it like it certainly threw fuel on the fire yeah i don't remember hate i now hate it because of that and because it terrible fucking moral yeah like it pinkie pie is not in the wrong here she's the victim exactly like uh i don't want to say it a third time but yeah just like i don't know i think the bandit of this episode is pinkie pie at least saying like Okay, but, like, you still really fucking hurt me by lying to me. That wasn't cool of you. Yeah. Like, and then, like, ha- they could have said that and then, like, have the ponies apologize and shit. And have, like, a little bit more time spent on that. 
than like the extremely elaborate Rainbow Dash running away from Pinkie Pie chase scene because we've seen a bit of that before of like Pinkie Pie just always being wherever someone's running away to. Mm-hmm. We could have cut out like one of those and gotten mm-hmm. like another twenty seconds on this scene of like Pinkie Pie actually like making them apologize for fucking manipulating her like this. Mm-hmm. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, darn horse. Yeah. Personally, if I were the horses, I would do everything correctly all the time. Right? I mean, we do. Yeah, we're perfect. We're perfect, motherfuckers. I think that's horse. I'm literally always correct. Yeah, I can confirm it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's horse. That's horse, baby. Truly, we were hit by a horse truck and got easy to get into Equestria. I have been Ponyville's beloved Graceful Spark. You can find my writing programs, podcast posts, and everything else that fit the plug at princess.software. Beans, dearest, where can we find you? Yeah, um, I run the uh, Horse Isekai Twitter account, so if you want to interact with me over there, uh, that's a good way to get in touch. Um, you can find every part of my brain that's not trapped in Ponyville over at dracos.art, so D-R-A-E-K-O-S dot A-R-T. All right, see you all around. Yeah. Mwah. Bye, nerds. Bye. Mwah. Pony.